Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to listen in wherever you're at and hear the Word of God and the truth preached. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and this week we're airing a message entitled, Rightly Dividing the Word. If you'd like to hear this message again or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. All right, now all of this seems very clear. And and we got this out of the New Testament, right? Did we get all these verses out of the New Testament? Okay. And so it all seems very clear, very, very well defined. And then let's take our Bibles and go to Matthew chapter 24. And let me show you how the confusion begins for some people. In fact, whole denominations within the realm of Christendom have formed over this verse and a few verses like it. And again, the problem is it doesn't contradict what we just read unless it's taken out of context. And so we've got to rightly divide the word. We've got to understand the doctrine. Who's he talking to? What's the subject matter? And, and understand these things. Now, take a look at verse, take a look at verse 13, uh, chapter 24 and verse 13. And I'm just going to give you the, the, the verse as it's often used to prove that either salvation is not completely of grace, that you have to chip in and do some work yourself, or if it is, you've got to work to keep it. How many of you ever heard that concept, okay? Yeah, you're saved, that's great, but look out, you could lose it, right? You could lose it, and they usually got a little list of things that if you do those, you lose it. And by the way, it's always something they don't do. You know, you, you, you make the list convenient for your own lifestyle, I suppose. But uh, uh, you, you look at verse 13, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be what? Didn't we just read that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved? And it was for by grace through faith and not, not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. Well, what's this verse doing here? And by the way, some people look at that and they say, well, see, see, it's, it's, it, it, there's no way you're secure in Christ. You've, you've got to endure to the end of your life and you'll make it, but you're never going to know until you get to the end. And, and I've heard numerous people say that in reply to what we just already looked at. And so what do we do here? See, there, there's your, your criticism of the Bible. The Bible contradicts itself. There's your criticism. And, and just take it upon the face of it, taking verse 13 out of context the way we just did, sure it does. So then what do you do with that? Well, you do what most people do. You say, if you're an independent, fundamental Baptist that believes, uh, uh, and, and a Bible believer and, and believes in those verses we just looked at, you just say, well, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna land on those verses and we're just gonna hope nobody brings up verse 13. Let's just hope nobody brings it up because I don't know what to do with it. And, and, and if you're the other crowd, you know, they just look at that verse and they say, well, see, there's, uh, there's our proof right there. And uh, we'll, we'll just ignore the other ones and land here. 
And you know what that makes the Bible look like? It makes the Bible look like it contradicts. That's what it makes the Bible look like. Now, now, how do we, you know, how do we unlock this little mystery here? Well, uh, let's start. Let's start in the beginning uh, of the of the chapter here, and uh, take a look at verse. Take a look at verse one. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See not all these things. Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. So he's talking about uh, the destruction uh, of the temple here. And look at verse 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, the destruction of the temple, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Now, if you read commentators, some say they're asking two questions. Some say they're asking three questions. I think it hardly matters. But the context here is the end times. And notice how Jesus starts out here in verse 4. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Notice that word end. The end is not yet. You know what he's talking about here? He's talking about a time period. He's talking about a time period. And when you cross-reference this thing out, it becomes pretty clear that he's talking about the tribulation period. And in particular, the great tribulation. Look at verse 15. We'll get to that in a second. But he's referencing Daniel chapter 9, which is prophetic speaking about the tribulation period. So what are we doing here? We're just getting the context of verse 13. What is the setting? Uh, do we have the right just to pull it out and apply it to anything we want? And in this case, uh, it, it refute the idea of salvation by grace through faith? Or do we need to look at the context? Do we need to rightly divide the word? Understand the dispensational setting. God's moral probationary period. By the way, the tribulation period is called Jacob's trouble. What did they do with their Messiah and their king the first time he showed up? They killed him. They killed him. When he comes the second time, God's preparing Israel to receive him the second time. And they're going to go through a terrible period of time. Jacob's trouble. The whole world's going to go through it with them, but they are going to be the focal point of these matters. So uh, we've got some context here. Uh, let's take a look at verse 8. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Uh, then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. He's speaking to his Jewish disciples in particular. And they'll be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Uh, did I read somewhere recently that anti-Semitism is on the rise throughout the world? Yeah, it certainly is. It is in our country as well. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the what? Kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come, this gospel of the kingdom. Not the gospel of the grace of God. The gospel of the kingdom. What's the gospel of the kingdom? A king is coming. 
to set up a kingdom on this earth. Remember, Jesus taught the disciples uh, early in his ministry. He said, he said for them to pray, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he said, thy what come? Thy kingdom come, okay? So this is the context here. And the gospel of the kingdom is going to be preached. And then look at verse 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Stand in the holy place. What's that a reference to? That's a reference to the rebuilt temple in Jerusalem. And you read the book of Revelation, and you read the book of Daniel, and you read some of the minor prophets in the Old Testament, and some of the major prophets, and you find out that during the tribulation period, Israel's going to make a deal with the Antichrist. And he's going to let them rebuild their temple. And then he's going to betray them. He is going to sit right on the Holy of Holies and declare himself to be God. And that's what Christ is referencing. Now, folks... Doctrinally, this has nada to do with you and me. We're not in the tribulation period. Now, I, I know some people might try to make the argument that we are, but, but no, no, there's so much more that's going to be taking place during the tribulation period than what we've seen. And we know the tribulation period doesn't start until the church is taken out and the church is still here. So doctrinally, this doesn't apply to us. And so we understand the context of this. And you look at verse 15, Christ takes you right to Daniel chapter 9. And we won't go there for the sake of time, but jot that down somewhere if you're taking notes. Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 through 27. And, and that's what he's talking about to his disciples here. And, and so when you look at verse 13, but he that shall endure unto the end, it's not the end of somebody's life. And, 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 it's, and it's not even necessarily salvation from sin the way we just saw it. It's enduring to the end of the tribulation period. If, if we took the rest of the time to look at the rest of this chapter and, and, and dissect it, he's talking to these Jews about pray that your flight be not on the Sabbath. He tells them to flee to the mountains. Why? Because the Antichrist is going to turn on the nation of Israel. And he's going to turn all nations against Israel. And that's the context. You see, you can't just take verse 13 and pull it out and apply it wherever you want. Because what do you do? You end up creating a contradiction with what we just looked at. And that's why it's so important to rightly divide the word of truth. It'll keep you from Bible contradictions. It'll help you avoid the discouragement that comes with that. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Rightly Dividing the Word, by Pastor Rick Michael. As we heard in today's message, we need to pray for understanding, so that we do not confuse ourselves while reading the Bible. If you are able to rightly divide the Word of God, you will be able to stand on it as a foundation to lead others to Christ. If you're listening here today and you are not saved or unsure about your salvation, and you want to be with Christ up in heaven one day and experience the magnificence of God Himself, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church at 208-888-4545. That's 208-888-4545. And someone on the other end will be able to walk you through the plan of salvation and lead you to Christ. 
As mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information. We also invite you to join our live streams on Facebook and YouTube for weekly encouraging messages. And if you just so happen to be in the area, we have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45, a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m., and our midweek service on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Our services have nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college-age groups. Thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth, a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and may God bless you in the coming weeks and days ahead.